Welcome, welcome to the Robin Robinson Show. How you guys doing today? Anyway, it's a beautiful day. I just love it. When we in the winter months and it just feels so good. You know how you get those nice days that peek through every now and then? Well, today was a great day for me. I'm telling you. Anyway, I just wanted to say hello to you guys today and to make sure you guys are doing well and getting ready for Thanksgiving. And uh, before you know it, Christmas is right around the corner. But you know what kills me? I went into TJ Maxx the other day and I was just looking around and I don't even know what I was looking for, you guys. Have you ever felt like that? You just go into stores just to kill some time and you look around and you see all this Christmas stuff out, you know, and you go in the store, you don't know what you want to buy, you don't have anything in mind and then you see something. That's the time you shouldn't go shopping because it's just like when you're hungry and you go into the store supermarket and everything looks so good. (laughs) It looks so, you just feel like you want to eat up everything. Well, me not having a clue what I was looking for in TJ Maxx, I wind up buying some stuff that I really could have done without. And you know, sometimes you guys, we look around and all we have is a lot of stuff (laughs) that we can do without. You guys know what I'm talking about seem like the more we buy, the more we want to get rid of. Anyway, I had a situation today I just wanted to share with you guys. I ran into a store to um, donate some stuff. And um, a lot of times I donate stuff that I have with tags on it and I give to charity and I also get money so I can donate it to the Cancer Society because that's what my life is all about right now. And uh, just giving something back, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I'm useful. It makes me feel like my journey, you guys, with my cancer wasn't all for nothing, you know. And not only that, I had some great doctors and I still have good doctors and nurses that took the time to cater to my needs and just treat me like a human being, not just a piece of meat, or a name that comes into a hospital and you're in bed and you're sick and you can't do for yourself, you know. And sometimes when we go into the hospital, you guys, we're not treated the way that we feel like we should be treated. And I remember a time when I went into the hospital this last time to have my surgery, my cancer came back and I was scared and I didn't know what was going to happen in my life. And I prayed that morning around 3.30 in the morning, I sat there and I prayed because, you know, when you have surgery, you have to leave a certain time in the morning. The doctors expect you there bright and early and ready to go. And I sat at my table that morning and I prayed and I said, God, please help me. Your will be done. If this is your will for me to go, Father, then there's nothing I can do, I said. And I cried and I boohooed and I finally got up because my car was coming to pick me up to take me all the way out to Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And um, I was there by six o'clock. My doctor came in to see me. But before he came in, the anesthesiologist, he came in to ask me what kind of anesthesia I was allergic to. And I said, listen, I said, um, 
penicillin. I said, I look, I was so nervous at the time. I couldn't even get my words together because I was so afraid. You know, this was my second surgery and I didn't know whether I was going to make it or not. I was by myself. I was alone and oh my God, I didn't know what I was going to do. God, you know, we don't know when we're going to leave this earth. So he asked me about something about some medication in my ribs since my ribs would be exposed. And I told him, okay, he asked me, did I want to, what is the Ecuadoral? And I said, no, I don't. And at that moment, my doctor came in and I was never so glad to see him. And he came in and he said, how you doing? And I said, I'm okay, I'm okay. I, I said, how are you? And he says, um, well, you know, we're gonna go have surgery. I just want to check on you and make sure you're okay. And I said, yes, Dr. Boulay, I am fine. And um, he went on and anesthesiologist walked out. And, and all I know is that, and I don't know what they gave me. Let me just say this for the record. Next thing I know, I was talking to two doctors. And um, I don't know whether they gave me a pill. They gave me something. I can't tell you today to save my life what they gave me. But when I woke up, I had just had surgery. And I was in a recovery room. And this beautiful nurse, I don't know who she was. I couldn't even see her face, you guys. But her voice was like from heaven. <laughs> and I said to her, she said, Robin. And her voice was so beautiful. And I said, am I dead? And she says, I don't think so, my dear. <laughs> and I woke up and I looked at her and she she had blonde hair and she was just a beautiful woman. She was middle-aged, you know, and, and she had such a, a loving way about her. And she, I said, oh God, my mouth is so dry. And she said, wait a minute. And she got me some ice and she put it around my lips. And oh my God, I felt like there's a chance I'm going to survive this, God. I'm going to really survive it. And I, I just, you know, you now these holidays are coming and I'm just feeling mm, a little lonely, a little out of sorts, you know. My children live a ways from me. My family live a ways from me. And I have some good girlfriends that live near me. And so I'm kind of blessed. But a lot of my girlfriends are in like New York, California, Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina. And I'm the only one in, I don't even want to say where I live, you guys. But I'm the only one that lives in this town. And um, it can get a little lonely sometimes. And even when you're a little sick, you know, you, you really miss the comfort of having good friends around you and family where they can reach out and touch you and, you know, just show you some love. And that's what we need, guys. We need more love in this world because it's cold out there, I'm telling you. And I don't mean weather-wise. I mean, you don't know who's who anymore. You don't know what their motives are, if they befriend you. And people are not what they used to be, you know, kind-hearted and loving. And, and you just wondered today, what do you want from me? Because when people befriend me, I really have to think about that these days because I'm very choicey. Um, and I just don't know, you know, it's hard to trust people today. It really is. And when you have a loving heart and you've been burned many times by people by being kind hearted and doing for people and they just, mm, 
they don't treat you right, you know. So you kind of get into a little seclusive world and you stay by yourself and you only let uh, a few select people into your world, you know. But, you know, that call, that comes with um, self-preservation and um, loving yourself enough to know that not everybody is going to root you on and not everybody is a fan. And um, you guys, I just love you so much. I mean, I really love you. I Like I tell people, um, I started out with two people on this podcast. And I'm just so in love with everyone out there that listens to me. Because a lot of people said to me, why in the world are you doing a podcast? And I said, you know why? Because I love people. I love myself. And I want to reach whomever that needs to hear my voice to know that if you're sick and you don't have family and you're feeling down and you're feeling hopeless, guess what? I've been there. I know how you're feeling. You understand me? And it's, and it's, and it is hope at the end of the tunnel. Just trust me and trust God. That's all you have to do, you guys. And hey, listen, I will love on you if nobody else does. Anyway, you guys, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. And I love you, love you. And you know what I always say, things happen in everyone's home. Bye.